Hello and hey there. Welcome to the Top 5 Podcast, a show where we rank and discuss any list you can imagine. Best childhood trend? Top gaming consoles? Best uh, sex toys? How about that one? Nothing is off limits. Everyone is wrong, even when they think they are right. I'm your host, Zachary Rancourt, and with me, as always, is the laughable, the lovable, the huggable... Tom Lockhart. <laughs> hey, hey, Tom. Except I can't hug you because you are still in Philadelphia, right? The land That's of brotherly right. love. Well, technically, I am in I am in a laundry room in New Jersey right now, <laughs> so Whoa. that's pretty fun. Are you in The Sopranos? Like, what's going on there? Well, my my uh, my wife's parents actually live in New Jersey, but it's slightly closer to Philadelphia than anything in Jersey. And uh, this is the quietest place in the house where I could go and record. <laughs> wow. Okay then. And then we also have the long-haired Greek god himself, Mister. Eric Shane, I missed you guys so much. Yeah, it's I been a minute. You. I know. Tom, I, I, I sent you a message the other day, seeing as you're at Philly and Jersey, <laughs> that if you if you happen to go into like Northeast Philly, speaking of sex toys, that dildo shop parking lot where Ray, where Rudy Giuliani <laughs> did his like, pre- yeah. So if you can go get some photos there, that would be. Oh, my so God. Good. Yeah. The four. Bro. You should go to the Four Seasons, too, while you're there. Four. four <laughs> that's it. That's the Four, the the four l- Seasons landscaping. landscaping. Yep. That's where he did it. <laughs> Sadly, right I've, I've only gone into Philly once while here so far. Um, and we're oh, actually, okay. tomorrow we're taking the train to New York to go for a couple of days. So nice. I don't think I'll be able to get those pictures for you. Oh. Okay, don't worry about it. You know, it's just going to be on my list of, uh, it's just one more thing I got to do when I go over to the East Coast. So that's fine. Yeah, of course. I'm going to do my sightseeing tour in, in D.C. Because I've already seen everything over there, but, you know, Mandy hasn't. I've been there. She hasn't want to show her everything and then run up the DC and go to the dildo store. So we could talk about Rudy Giuliani and his, all his fuckery and dumb. It. All right. So anyway, I have not been to Washington DC and I would love it because of all the museums. So, it's awesome. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I, I mean, really want to go, you know, it's uh, it, it fills your chest a little Ooh. bit of pride. It's um, <laughs> and anger, <laughs> yeah. you know, sometimes, you know, a, after a trip like, and you know, after a trip like that, Tom, you know, when are you coming home? Uh, we're flying back on Saturday. Oh man. Okay. So it's like you, you might need a little vacation from your vacation, you know, (laughs) all the, you might need to find ways to sort of chill and unwind a little bit, you know? Well, like, yeah, three weeks is a long time and I just need to unwind after my just stressful vacation. A vacation from a vacation, my brother. I hear you. So (laughs) stressful. Well, it's good. We talk about unwinding nice little segue there. Um, you know, cause life can be pretty stressful. There is a ton of stuff out there on the on the internets with the TikToks, the Instagrams, the Twitters, and even the MySpaces. It feels like there's a constant hustle mentality and we're always busy. Work is great and all, but it's also a huge addition to this overwhelming stress. So how do we de- how do we decompress? How do we relax? Is there an actual answer to that? Well, we sure hope as we are going to discuss our top five ways to unwind. To enhance the discussion, we didn't share our list with each other, and by no means are we experts or historians in said category. We're just a few dudes who like to talk about nonsense. So, Mr. Relaxi- Relaxerson himself, Mr. Thomas Lockhart, will start us out. So much relax over here. I'm just going by, relaxing all the time. So, the first one on my list is actually something that I don't do as much as I should. I probably only do it about one or two times a year, and that's going swimming. Ooh. Mm. I love I love to go swimming. I, I 
it's the one workout where I could swim for hours and not notice that I'm tired because it's just, I just like the feeling of the weightlessness and it's nice resistance workout, but I could swim forever. Now, this is swimming by myself is the key here. And that's mm. why I probably don't go swimming as much because I don't like swimming with strangers. I just don't like that they're like there. <laughs> Yeah. I need like a pool for myself. I hear you. Uh, if I like, if I'm with friends, that's cool. But like, I have a swimming pool at my apartment complex, and I would swim in it every once in a while. But then someone else would come, and they just like come and sit in one of the chairs, and it's just me and them, and they just like <laughs> look at me while I'm swimming, and and then I would get out early just because it's like this feels weird. Couldn't you have like seen I was in here and then just waited till I was gone? <laughs> Fun fact, this that's is, how Tom and I met. This is my pool. <laughs> <laughs> Real weird. Were you staring Phoebe Cates from Fast Times at Ridgemont High? <laughs> yeah. I mean, that's Just how I get out of a pool. Yeah. You, can you get yeah. out of a pool a different way? <laughs> yeah, sure. I dig, uh, I dig it. Uh, you know, if you've got, you know, if you've got a nice little slick swimmer's body like you got, you know, or like Zach. Oh, yeah. Or like, <laughs> I, I don't. I, but it's interesting you mentioned that because you're way better shape than I am. Like me, I'm, I'm I got, you know, body issues and I'm, you know, self-conscious about taking my shirt off and being, you know, I don't want to go swimming in front of people, but yeah, I love swimming. <laughs> I, if I have my own private little, you know, whatever, like, yeah, I'll go swimming, but oh, otherwise yeah, I look like every a day. damn beluga. <laughs> <laughs> you know? I, I, I know what, I know what I look like. I got a mirror in my house. I got a couple of them. I know hey, what it is. Beluga's yeah. got to swim too. They beluga's got to swim. You, you know what? That's a tattoo. There you go. That's a, that's a bumper sticker. That's something. Beluga's got to swim too. <laughs> They do. Leave me alone. They do. It'll be the that's the first product on our merch store. Oh god. Love oh god. That's pretty good. Followed by a lock of my hair. So. That's right. You're right though. I mean, sw- <laughs> you know, swimming is fun. It's yeah. That's fun, yeah, man. It's cool. I have a story about so swimming. Fun. I I um so I actually am self-taught for swimming. I never took lessons as a kid. Mm-hmm. I just kind of jumped in the water at Clear Lake and I started swimming with my friends and it worked out really well, but I, d- I never really knew how to swim in the ocean, how to swim in waves until about five years ago when I went to Costa Rica. I was I met some friends there, uh, just people I met in my travels, and we all went out to the ocean and they taught me how to dive under the waves. And yeah. it was amazing. And I was in the water for at least two hours just swimming under the waves. And it was one of the coolest, most exhilarating, liberating things you could do. With just the water rushing over your body, it it, it was pretty remarkable. Yeah, and actually, that, that's, oh, go ahead. That's one of my favorite uh, vacations that me and Whitney have gone on. Is we went to San Diego and we went to the beach, and it was my first time in the Pacific Ocean, mm-hmm. and it was awesome. I love yeah. just I was just playing out there for hours <laughs> like a little kid. Yeah, man. Yeah, going down to like Coronado, San Diego area, Coronado Beach, because, uh, you know, we're up in Washington. It's rocky beaches. That's what we got up here. Mm-hmm. But if you go down to where there's actual white sand beaches in California, Coronado area, man, it's gorgeous. I loved it down. It's one of my favorite places of all time. Went down there in high school because uh, I was in R- JROTC and we went down to the Marine base down there and they were flying, you know, military jets just over the water right in front of us. So, so cool. Um I, I, I love it too. I don't dive under the waves like you do because one of the benefits of being a bigger dude is that I'm more buoyant. So it doesn't take, it's not as hard to float. It's just kinda, <laughs> I just kind of jump in and I just sit there and bob like a buoy. Uh, I don't have to work that hard at all. Uh, it's true. <laughs> one of these days I'll show you. Uh, 
but yeah, uh, yeah, diving into yeah, diving out of the waves is exhilarating. It's it's a real stress breaker. It really is. It's just it's it's incredible and it's such a interesting feeling to have. And then even on that same trip, I was actually up in Nicaragua before that, like the week before and uh, met this met this gal from the Netherlands. And then my buddy, her, her, him and I, we all went to this volcano that was it was a lake. It was a volcanic lake inside the crater. And yeah. there was a resort there kind of at a hostel and we stayed and it was a beautiful, clear night. So we decided to just go swimming and uh, swim out to this barge and just watch the moon and talk. And it was so cool because the water just felt incredible. It was the same temperature. And yeah, I mean, just a memory that will last forever. But yeah, swimming is a great decision, Tom. I like that choice. Mm-hmm. But uh, Eric, Eric, what about you? What's your, your first way to unwind? You know what? I'm going to start off right up top with sex. Whoa. Yeah. This is a PG show. <laughs> Kids yeah. go to bed. That's that's a I love how you put that because sex is we're such a puritanical society that even now, even now, the topic is a little uncomfortable. It's a little almost in some in some circles. It's toxic. Like you just can't talk about such things. But it lowers blood pressure, whether solo or with a teammate. <laughs> okay. <laughs> or a tag just, team. <laughs> you know, it lowers blood pressure, boosts your immune system, better heart health, lowers your risk for heart disease, improves your self-esteem immediately. Yeah. Immediately decreases depression and anxiety. Um, it, it, it's a good, it's a pain reliever. It, look, this is, this is something that is literally necessary for life to continue. Yeah. <laughs> so yep, yep. it is in terms of a stress breaker again, alone or, you know, with a partner, <laughs> you know, especially with a partner because, you know, you're talking about, uh, you know, hanging out with somebody who, who, you know, you know, you're stressed, you know, you're having a bad day, you know, you're having a rough week and you get to just disappear from that nonsense. You get to separate yourself from the world and then you get all the physical benefits on top of it as well. Right. Um, it is an amazing stress reliever. It is the perfect stress reliever. Um, and yeah, it's one of those things that I, I figured mm, you guys aren't going to bring up. I'll bring it up. Sex. Shit. I won't bring it up. Do you even know me, Eric? Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah <laughs> um, yeah, so yeah. I'm, I'm very, very open sexually and, um, I, I discuss it because I think it's a really important part of life. Yeah. Um, it's, it's healthy. It's beautiful. Any relationship, 50% of any relationship is, is sex, sexual attraction, physical touch, any of that kind of stuff. And you'd be lying if you said otherwise, because you, you have to be attracted to your partner. You have to find some sort of beauty in them. And, and I know that you can, you can develop other ways. Like I've had, I've had for lack of a better term, work wives or work girlfriends where I've just developed a really good relationship with coworkers that I'm like, man, I could totally see myself with them because they're just such a cool and funny person. We have this kind of rapport, but, yeah. um, and they've become like more attractive over time. And I'm sure the same could be said for me. And, um, you know, I think that well, any, uh, any potential yeah. partner that I have that I'm, that I'm, I'm getting, I, I, I am very open with them when I go on a date with them or when I'm starting to build a relationship with them where I'm like, look, I, I am a, a fan of sex and, um, I'm not going to wait 
30 dates until we have sex. (laughs) It's going to be whenever it feels right. And uh, obviously, let's be safe about it. But yeah, I agree, Eric. Sex is uh, is pretty goddamn important. It's important important to be sex positive in today's society and be be smart by it. And And body positive, mister. I know. It's hard for me. It's hard for me. It was was hard for me. That's what she said. Oh, yeah. (laughs) I was literally about to rip on myself (laughs) as you said that. And I'm going to because you mentioned like, you know, the immediate beauty, the immediacy of the beauty versus after getting to know somebody for a little time, if you actually like the person's personality, they physically become more attractive to you over time, bro. That's my whole game. That's what I'm all about. (laughs) Like you're, 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 you're a good looking person and you dress well and you know, you're immediately visually appealing. Whereas I'm sort of schlumpy, you know, (laughs) schlumpy is the word. Uh, but over time, I, you know, if you get to know me, I feel like I'm a pretty funny guy and I'm a nice guy and you get, you know, over time, you may become a little more attracted to me, a little dad bod situation. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> but I'm not a dad. It's just fortunate. You know, I've been married for a very long time, so this doesn't matter, but at, you know, to your point, personality is a big deal, but vi- you know, attraction can develop over time and sex is still very, very, it's, it's critically important. And in our society, it's, it's still seemingly so toxic in some circles. Like you just like you sh- the, the WAP song that came out last year, Ooh. <laughs> how I many people were so, sexy. so, so pissed off. Oh, pissed how off. dare Angry. you? <laughs> oh, I, yeah. I love, I loved it. Plus I had a sick ass beat too. It was a, yeah. it was a good song. Yeah. I liked it. <laughs> I didn't, I didn't care one way or the other about the song, but it, there were people who were like actually visibly angry that this song even exists. Like how <laughs> dare you? Ben Shapiro's yeah. like, how yeah. dare you? My wife has never been wet. <laughs> well, then I feel sorry for your wife there, sir. <laughs> I don't. I'm just yeah. saying. Yeah. yeah, I agree. And the one, the, the two things that I'll say, um, so I did hear a very refreshing thing. And, and I'll just start by saying that, yeah, I mean, I work out, I take care of myself, but I always, I, I, I not always, but I haven't been known to compare myself to others. And there are certain things that you kind of have to realize that you have the body that you have. And yeah, you can change it in a certain way, but, but there's always going to be someone who is quote unquote better. And then for that person who you think is better, they're always going to have somebody who they think is better. So it's, it's a cycle and you have to be really careful with it and just understand and appreciate yourself for who you are. Um, and I know that's easier said than done without getting too preachy on it. Um, one thing I did hear from one of my, one of my friends is, she she's an attractive girl and she's dating this guy and she's dated a few different guys um, in, the, in the past few years. And we were talking about like guy bods and stuff. And she said she's more attracted to a, a dad bod look. And I kind of asked that trend because there are a lot of girls that that like that. And I think it's because it's more realistic and more attainable. And while some people are just naturally cut and ripped and that's awesome, some people just have certain ways. And like for me, I I just have like a a gut. It's not like I'm not fat necessarily, but I just have a gut. And so it's, it's something that I've learned to accept and, and, you know, ex-girlfriends that I've had, they have obviously looked at me in a very high light where maybe I looked at myself in a poor light. And I think we have to be really careful because our ideas of ourselves are not what other people see us as. Our ideas of ourself is the only vision 
of ourselves that we that like is, is presentable. Someone it's else also, sees us in a completely different light than what we actually see ourselves. And in. it's also the most important one too. Is how you yeah. see yourself is the most important one. So you really do need to watch yourself talk. Yes. That's something I, I'm very bad at. <laughs> I rip on myself constantly. <laughs> I, I don't. I don't. It's a defense mechanism. I don't know how when that started. I don't know. Twenty years ago, whatever. Point is, your self talk is super important and. The dad bod thing, I wonder, yeah, the attainable, I think you're onto something there. I think it was uh, more of a, you look at the magazine, you look at the guys like, oh, God, pick, pick a guy who's ridiculously, what was the uh, magic Mike, right? Those guys in magic Mike. Oh yeah. Those guys are, you know, let's face it. You and me and Tom, we're more attainable than those guys. And to some people that that's more attractive that you can actually imagine literally getting with one of us versus getting with one of those guys <laughs> or the consolation <laughs> prizes. <laughs> yes. I'm, but I'm okay with that. I'm, yeah. like, I'm yeah, still, I am no. still a prize. <laughs> yeah. I'm happy. I'm happy with myself. You know, it is what yeah. it is. So, but without getting too preachy on this and without getting too self-help, um, I will, I will give mine. So I have a very fun ritual. I am a night owl, but I'm also a morning person. Uh, I think of just high energy in that sense. And a big reason why I'm high energy is because I look forward to my mornings and I have my routine. I wake up in the morning. Um, I come into the living room, turn on YouTube, start watching some news and I pour myself a fresh brew or fresh cup of cold brew. Um, I love coffee. Coffee nice. is my way to unwind. It is my moment to, I'm a klutz in the morning. I'd constantly kick my, my feet on, on doors and corners and drop eggs and all this dumb shit. But when I sit back and have a cup of coffee, I am just like, oh yeah, I am in the zone. It feels so good to just relax and unwind, which sounds weird that I'm unwinding right after sleep, but you kind of need that way to unwind in the other sense in, in getting your mind right and ready for the day. And coffee is, is, is my, my comfort zone with that. Yeah. I wonder if that's an, yeah, that, I mean, I wonder if that's an unwind because it is uh, you know, coffee perks you up, you know, it's an upper, the caffeine's an upper, um, but it does level you out. You know what I mean? It gets you, like you said, it gets you ready for the day. It brings you back to the realm of reality. You're coming out of your dreamland. You're out of bed. You're out of your shower. You got actual people clothes on. You know? Yeah. You're, and now you've got to go face the world where people live and it sort of centers you. Um, mm-hmm. I, 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 it makes sense to me that I like it. Coffee is a good way to unwind just to have a cup of Joe, you know, there's a sensory thing to it as well. The smell, the aroma of coffee beans and the warmth and just everything that goes to it. The warmth of the mug, the, a good coffee mug is a beautiful thing. Oh yeah, mm. totally. I you know, agree. I like, look, I got all kinds of different mugs from all, you know, I collect them over the years. That's just kind of the way it goes. I, I, I there's a part, part, those brown ones, those diner ones, you know what I'm talking about? Mm-hmm. The, yeah. I don't yeah. know what it is, but there's something about them that kind of like, nostalgia i don't know they grab me coffee is a nostalgia thing for me totally it makes me think of my mom it makes me think of my dad it makes me think of my grandparents it's it's something that goes way on back mm-hmm. does that make sense at all or am i just crazy? no yeah. totally i mean no that totally I, I have i have mugs from back in the day i mean i always talk yeah. about gas station coffee and i'm like you know even though it's yeah. gross even though folgers is gross there is a place for it like it's <laughs> 
it brings yeah. back a memory. You're, you're on a road trip and you're like, ooh, yummy, this styrofoam cup of coffee that's been sitting for eight hours. But, yeah, you get the yeah. you get the camp folders or whatever that comes out of the packet uh, yeah. at camping. Totally. Right? And you pour it in there and you still got the curl. Mm, deliciously gross. Like, <laughs> it's awesome. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. I would say I agree with Zach. Mine is more just having a set thing that I'm doing every morning. That's why I make a cup of coffee is because it's it's kind of just, okay, coffee, and then I sit down, I log into work, and it's always every single morning I do the same thing. Yeah. And it does get me settled into the day instead of being chaotic and just like sitting down and logging in and, oh, God. Because uh, actually, I think coffee does actually calm me down instead of get me like hyped up for the day. Mm-hmm. I think it's important to mention here with this ways to unwind is that it's about centering yourself and grounding yourself, you know, and mm-hmm. un- unspinning yourself from the hectic to and fro of the day. And if coffee can do that for you, then coffee's the way to do it. Whether it's Heck an yeah, up man. or a down or whatever, man, Heck do yeah. it. So, but yeah, so that's mine. I love Uh, that. um, I love it. Thomas, what is your second one? All right. We're going to get sexy here. Mine is Netflix and chill. Hell yeah. yeah. Okay. But I'm actually talking about like Netflix and chilling. Like, okay. I'm just going to put watching Netflix. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. I just wanted to say it in that way. Um, Cause me and the wife, we have our, we find shows all the time to watch and that's our alone time together. And, we lay in bed, she puts her head on my shoulder, and we start our new shows. We go through shows way too quickly, but it's our most relaxing time of the day is just getting into bed and watching our programs like a bunch of old people because we, <laughs> we're, we're only I'm, – I'm in my mid-30s. She's in her early 30s, and we kind of act like we're like 70-year-old people <laughs> where we just want to watch our programs and have no one bother us. And that's our constant struggle is finding a new show because Netflix puts out things all at once and then we have to watch them all at once because we don't have (laughs) self-control. I actually, I actually love Disney because they only put it out weekly. So we actually have Mm. to wait because we can crush through a 10 episodes that's gone in a day. That's not even hard. Like, come on, give us 20 episodes we still might go through that in a day, <laughs> but, but that's, that's probably our, our best just togetherness, just being there for each other, just falling asleep. She falls asleep on my shoulder and mm. then I, I go and do other things cause I don't fall asleep early like she does. Well, isn't that adorable that, you it know what? I, it perfectly folds into my number two was literally called Netflix and nap. Cause that's what we call it. <laughs> <laughs> that's what we call it we do the same thing netflix and nap that's, that's it and it's 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 funny the only thing i would disagree like you talk about new shows we don't watch new shows when we're netflix and napping we watch comfort food shows like you know the office or parks and rec or the west wing or something we've seen a bunch the simpsons where if you miss it whatever you can go back and watch it again mm-hmm. and it's just we, we're just snuggling up and we're just the important thing is that we're together that's what's important. That's what matters. So the, the thing is, is we do that too because she, she's not very big on free watching things. She just mm. doesn't like – she's already seen it. She doesn't need to watch it again. So usually once I start hearing her snore on my shoulder, I'll go and turn on like – like right now I'm watching New Girl again because okay. I think that show is hilarious. 
Um, All right. So yeah. So we, uh, we essentially do the same exact thing. <laughs> it's fu- It's funny how it's funny how you two are like the same as Mandy and I, because it's yeah. like, I, I, I do that all the time. I do that on YouTube. I watch old videos and stuff. I've seen 15 times just because it's funny or a comfort thing. Mm-hmm. Or I just, there's something about the, and this is the writer in me. There's something about the, the dialogue that just kind of sticks in my brain, like in a little earworm and just stays in there forever. You know, and I just got to, I hear it again and I just analyze it over and over and over. But with Netflix and nap, I mean, that's just, that's my favorite thing in the world to do is hang out with my favorite person in the world, which is Mandy on that couch, turn on something, something we've seen a bunch or something we wanted to see or, you know, yeah, we'll watch the new Marvel stuff on Disney, which is Mm -hmm. like you mentioned the once a week thing, which is just wonderful and interesting and cool. And I love the way they do it. And there's so many great stories that you can tell in that platform from that way of telling it that, I mean, the possibilities are endless. I I love that. And I love to kind of hang out with her and just, you know, the dogs are doing dog stuff. (laughs) You know, Odo finds his way. Odo gets pissed off because Odo is Mandy's dog thoroughly. Okay. He is one of those kind of dogs where he's got one person and I'm not that person. Mandy's the (laughs) Mandy's the person. And I'm in his spot, and he is not okay. You need to understand that he is not okay. And then there's my dog, Aggie, where she has one person, and I'm the person, and Mandy is in her spot. And so they're just sort of getting at each other, and Breeze is just like, I love everybody. So we have three dogs who are just kind of piling around all around each other on and us while we're trying to Netflix and nap. Mandy falls asleep. Almost immediately. We, <laughs> we'll get the dinner. We'll get the Thai food or whatever have you. Mandy will nod off pretty quickly. But it's just our favorite thing in the world. I was literally joking with her yesterday. Why do we even have a bedroom? It's not like we have people in this house. We don't have people come over. We yeah. don't. You know? that's We got Gordy for that. You know? We, we'll go yeah. hang out at Gordy. He's the one who loves to entertain. And, mm-hmm. and Colt and Jess, too. We'll go hang out with them. We don't entertain very often in our house. So why don't we just have like this huge sofa bed situation in the living room? Call that our bedroom. Use the upstairs bedroom for like, uh, I don't know what to come up with something. Uh, it could be a, a rec room. Uh, it oh, could yeah. be a recording room. You know, well, I'm already in my office. I already had something for her. I don't know. A game room. You know, I've got uh, the, what do you call it? The 3D gaming system. You know, I can't remember what it's called. Uh, yeah, the uh, Oculus. Yeah, the Oculus. I haven't set it up yet. Maybe that'll be an Oculus room. We don't need to live up like that's that's fine. We don't need to be up there. We might as well we're napping on the couch anyway. Might as well turn it into a bedroom. Am I crazy? No, I always no, feel like I'm great. crazy when I sit when I go on these rants. <laughs> yeah. I don't uh, I'm not I'm not big on TV shows, but uh, I, I, I do put things on when I work just as noise yeah. in the background. Like I have the office and I've watched it seven times through, but I own it because it's not on it's on Peacock and I refuse to pay for Peacock. So um, but yes, yeah, yeah. with, with the Simpsons, I like have that on Disney Plus just playing in the background sometimes. And- I just had a friend go on a rant on Facebook. She was very concerned because she she paid for Peacock because she thought she was going to have like access to live Olympics. The Olympics are going on right now for those who listen to this in the future. The Olympics are going on right now, and she thought she would have live access to it. She's not getting what she felt she paid for. So I don't know yeah. if Peacock is worth it or if they've got it all worked out yet. 
It's probably not. I just signed up for a free trial of Paramount Plus, and I within a few hours I already know I don't want it. It's um, yeah, it's pretty garbage. Me too. It is yeah. awful. <laughs> there are there are barely any shows, barely any movies that are even good, and yeah. um, there's Do a bunch of watch... ads. It's uh, it's it's yeah. crazy how many ads there are. Do you ever watch Colbert? Yeah. He, Sometimes he pl- he plugs Paramount Plus all the time because he has to, but you could tell he's doing it jokingly. Yeah, you could tell he <laughs> knows that this is shit. Like this is yeah. not a thing at all. But he has to plug it because he's not a choice. Right. Exactly. Yeah. Anyway, well, um, so moving you, on for my so my second choice is going to be exercise, um, and mm. I am specifically talking about hiking and cycling. I am big into a lot of activities, uh, the gym, anything outdoors, but specifically when I'm trying to unwind a hike and a, or a long bike ride are, are what I like to do to really clear my mind, especially if I go by myself. I get lost in thought. I have the best movie ideas when I'm doing it. I have the best book ideas. I have the best comebacks. Like I'm like, oh, yeah, Eric. Well, you suck or something like that. Oh, it, it takes me. Takes me, it takes me forever to think of it, but I'm like, I should have oh, said that to him last week. I wasn't ready. <laughs> I know. So um, it's uh, it, it's very it's a very great way to just get outside, not listen to music, not do anything like that, just to shut off from everything and keep going. And I mean, I love exercising. You can be sweaty at times. It's it's a good type two fun if you get to that point. But it is uh, it's it's pretty great. So yeah, outdoors exercise, hiking, cycling. Let me ask you something right away because you said not listen to music. Do you not listen to music when you walk or go for a walk or take a hike? No. Um, so if I'm walking through the city uh, doing just like an after work walk or walking to the gym or whatever, I listen to podcasts because okay. music is too. Music is for working out, in my opinion. Podcasts yeah. are for are for are for walking and clearing your mind and, and or an audio book or something like that. Yeah, I like that. But other times I just yeah. go when I hike, I never listen to music. I like to listen to nature. Plus, it's a little more dangerous if you listen to music while you're hiking because you need to hear your surroundings and stuff. Same thing with cycling. You should never I listen to music it. cycling just because. There's so much going around or going on around you. So, well, I was going to I don't know if we want to kind of go out of order a little bit here, but literally my third one was called Take a Hike Ooh. Uh, <laughs> because exactly <laughs> what you just talked about. Mm-hmm. I mean, walking is sometimes I just walk around the neighborhood to kind of clear my head. You know, I'm finishing up my degree. I'm just trying to finish off these last few classes because I'm like, oh, God, you know, just try to get it done. And sometimes it's just need to clear my head because there's so much else going on in life, you know? bills are due or this is that and work and you know social expectations and you know something's going on in the news that just made me mad and, you know sometimes i gotta clear my head and get my thoughts right in order to you know take a walk around the block and kind of settle me down but also going for a hike an actual nature hike going out we live in one of the most beautiful locations in the world and that's easy that's Look, you've been around uh, quite a bit, Zach. You've been around the world. And so have I. This mm-hmm. really is one of the most beautiful places in the world. I know. That's, that's really not Pablo. This is actually a gorgeous place to be, this Pacific Northwest. And there's so many places for you to go take a little walk through the woods and get your get your Hobbit on, you know, get your Lord of the Rings <laughs> on. Get, get out there. Get a pack on your back. Mandy and I have gone backpacking a couple of times. And it's exhilarating. It's fun. It's, it's, yeah, it's sweaty and tough and all that. But when you're out there in nature, you know, like really, turn off the podcast, turn off the music and listen to the birds, listen to your own breath, your own heartbeat, 
Listen to the rustling of your pack on your back. Listen to the rustling of the leaves. Listening to, you know, the rustling of the leaves as the mountain lion's about to pounce on you and kill you. You know, Ah. these things (laughs) are ways to unwind. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, Yeah, go for it. Take take a hike. Take a walk. Make a trip of it. Make an event of it. Even if it's just a walk. Even if it's just a casual little 20-minute around your neighborhood. Because we're talking about, you know, releasing endorphins. We're talking about lowering your, your stress. We're talking about unwinding. And, and this is the most natural thing in the world to just go for a walk. Just drop everything and go take a walk or a run. If you're a runner, I've, yeah. I've heard a lot of runners feel that same way. Yeah, yeah take man. a run. I picked up running during pandemic and I used to despise running. Absolutely. But now I do like a 5k. I don't want to say with ease, but I mean, I really enjoy it. It is. Uh, I have good, my man. route that I run and I'm just like, boom, it feels good. I'm running tomorrow. Mm-hmm. Wednesday's my running day. So I'm like, oh, yeah, here we go. Do you know the guy that does the oatmeal? The oatmeal? Quaker the oatmeal? oatmeal? <laughs> no, the no, no, Quaker? No. <laughs> it's like an online comic, the oatmeal. <laughs> oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, okay. He has a book called uh, uh, Why I Run, I think it's called. Uh, he has a book about running. Uh, it is phenomenal. I would recommend it for you. It is... Um, I'll send you a link when we're done here. Cool. Um, I feel like I've heard great- of that book too you probably have it makes me want to run i'm just not i have to lose weight before i lose weight because i'll like literally i'll injure myself if i go do that if i try to go do that i'll injure myself yeah so that's just a fact but what about you tom do you like to go for a walk occasionally just to kind of get out there and stretch your leg Uh, so i i go for a walk every day as my lunch I'll, i'll walk to the store um even here in Jersey, I've been walking to the store just in the middle of the day. I'll just walk to the closest uh, convenience store because uh, f- fun little thing about the conven- or the stores here, uh, they don't really have like a se- selection of drinks what? at the grocery stores. <laughs> like I've been to like four grocery stores and they don't have like a drink section. That's weird. It, it's that real is... weird. Okay. It, so where do they put their drinks? at the convenience store so over here they have wawa's which is oh, yeah. like the the 7-eleven but they're a lot right. better they have all sorts of stuff they have like a a section in the back where you can like order sandwiches and stuff that they make like right in front of you Ooh, um, okay so that's the other thing is they don't sell any alcohol in grocery stores you have to go to the liquor store to get beer or liquor yeah. which is, it used to be I, here. I, yeah Every time I come here, it it always just I forget because uh, Whitney's dad will like be like, "Hey, let's go get you some beer," and then we'll have to go to a special store to go get a six pack of beer instead of just like picking it up while you're getting groceries. Uh, it's mm. alien to me, but yeah. I, I walk every day, and actually that leads me into what my next one is, which is listening to podcasts, which I do. Nice. Whenever I'm walking, I'm listening to podcasts. And I would say of the things I listen to, podcasts is probably about 80%. And then YouTube is probably 15. And music is only like 5% of things that I listen to. It's really interesting Um, to me because I remember a time not long ago where we were like, where people would be like, oh, you don't listen to talk radio, right? That's dumb. Listen to to music. Uh, Listen to rock station. Uh." But now it's like podcasts are like, we're going to do an episode on podcast one of these days, right? <laughs> yes. And that's why I'm not getting to get 
get into my specific podcasts I listen to. Yeah. Um, mm-hmm. Well, and and when I delivered pizza after high school, I I got I was delivering pizza. I listened to talk radio back when uh, the men's room was on the talk radio station instead oh, of yeah. doing music. Also, I would listen to their four hour show while I was delivering pizzas. Like I enjoy people talking more than I enjoy music. And there's all sorts of podcasts out there out there that are just great and interesting. You can listen to D and D podcasts or advice podcasts or wrestling podcasts, which I do listen to, even though I don't watch, haven't watched wrestling since I was 16, but I want to hear about the stories behind the scenes in the wrestling world that I haven't cared about in 20 years. I dig years. that. <laughs> I dig that so much. I feel that on very, on so many levels. Keep going. Like, it's just, I can, or murder podcasts. I listen to those. I don't like murderers, but it's interesting to listen to like people talk about things that like have done research into it more than I'm ever going to do. Cause I don't want to do that. Yeah. But like, I, I can listen to anyone talk about anything really, as long as they're interesting. Yeah. There's people who I never would have thought I would have listened to until I started. And then I was like, oh my God, this is the greatest thing ever. Did you ever buy, buy uh, In Cold Blood when we did our books podcast? Did you ever look into that? Uh, yeah, I've read. Uh, I've well, I've listened to about three fourths of it so far. Okay, and I'm enjoying okay. it. <laughs> no, it's it's insane, right? Yeah, it's great. It's 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 what sets the standard for all the things you're talking about. So I'm glad mm-hmm. you I'm glad you imbibed. Yeah, that's Amazing. the other thing. I, I enjoy audiobooks more than actually reading because there's people yeah. who read better than me. The voice in my head isn't as good as what these people are doing. <laughs> yeah, I will say I'll add on that that it's really good to find an audiobook where there's an actual voice actor who's reading the book because they're professionals. They do this for a living. They're great at it. Mm-hmm. Um, but there's also something, you know, there's something to be said about the actual author themselves reading it, but it's, you know, so I'm reading, uh, how, how to be anti-racist by Abram Kendi. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, I've tried to get through it, like reading it. I have the physical copy of the book, but I've gotten further along because I bought the audiobook as well. Mm-hmm. Um, and it's read by the author. Um, and he, you know, he's okay. It would be better if it was read by, I don't know, Samuel L. Jackson. Tyler Perry. <laughs> well, Tyler well, Perry. I- yeah. I'm super excited because yesterday there was a book on sale and I bought it just it, it, because the author is reading it. And that author is Bruce Campbell wow. <laughs> and it's his, okay, one, one of his autobiographies. And I'm like, yes, I will listen to Bruce Campbell. He, he can talk for hours. Let's do sure. This. Okay. See there. <laughs> the, yeah, there's that. That's, that's cheating though. Um, I'll yeah. Listen to the, uh, both the books that just came out about the end of the Trump presidency of the, uh, uh, landslide, and then frankly, we did win this election. That that's the vote. Michael Bender and Michael, um, can't remember the other guy. Uh, the guy from Wall Street Journal and the guy from Washington Post. Um, those books are just can't. I listen to it on audiobook. I have the physical copies, but I'm not gonna. I, I'm too busy. You know what I mean? I'll listen to it yeah. at work while I'm working. I'm too busy to just sit there with the book in my hand, and I enjoy that. That's you know, but yeah, the 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 nonfiction, like while I'm working, plugging away is that that's a really good way to kind of unwind, even while you're all wound up and working and doing your stuff, man, that's a good way to go about it. I dig that. Well, yeah. Having a desk job helps for all of this too. Like yeah, I couldn't have done this have do, being a valet at the casino. I, but now that I sit at a desk, I have 10 hours a day where I just have time to listen to things. Totally, totally random. 
saw a video. I don't know how it came across my feed, but it was the guy talking about a career as a truck driver. <laughs> and he, it was the, the whole YouTube channel is based towards people who do Uber and, you know, Lyft and things like that. But they had a whole side piece on being a truck driver. This guy went to go be a truck driver. He was an Uber driver at one point and decided to go to truck driving school and get his truck driver's license. And one of the things was, do you like to listen to podcasts for eight hours a day and eat chips? <laughs> then, <laughs> this then is the job you for do, you. <laughs> then you might really do, do you not want to be around people. Do you want to be on your own? Do you want to be away from your nonsense you know, home? Do you want to eat chips for 10 hours a day and listen to podcasts? Then this might not be a bad job for you. Nice. <laughs> and I thought of you, Tom. I immediately yeah. I listened to this guy. I'm like, in another life, Tom would be a hell of a truck driver. I sure would. That would have been great. Oh, I love chips. <laughs> <laughs> Zach, what about you, buddy? Do you love chips and podcasts? I do, uh, but that's not on my list. Oh. Yeah. Well, okay. <laughs> i actually have ruin it <laughs> yeah i actually have music on my list just just uh oh. music in general because i think that uh, dancing is one of the only free things you can do in this world and no matter who you are no matter your talent level everyone can dance and should dance and uh, the recipe to dance the starter to dancing is a good song and so I have music in my head constantly. So I think of just random ass songs and Spotify, in my opinion, is the best invention in the past like decade. Yep. So I I pay for a premium and yep. I will just put a random ass track on. It could be from Phil Collins to Whitney Houston to Rage Against the Machine to Nine Inch Nails to Johnny Cash to yeah. you fucking you name it. Michael Bolton. Like it will, it'll just be in my head and I'll put it on. I'm like, oh my God, this is awesome. And I just start dancing when I'm in the kitchen. I dance when I'm in the bathroom. I dance here and there and everywhere. So, um, yeah, music, music is one of those things that no matter what kind of mood you're in, it can really calm you down or it can get, get, get you really psyched up. So it is a, a good way to unwind much like the podcasts. Yeah. When we're talking about unwinding, we're really talking about shedding the negative and finding you. That's what we're talking about. Yeah. Finding you, yeah. you know, music. Yeah, that's beautiful. Um, dancing. I, I just do like I'm like I do a, 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 a wiggle. Uh, I just kind of <laughs> jiggle a lot because that's just that's I don't like I sort of mumble, mumble, whatever, because I'm a big dude. Tom, he may be a really great like dancer, but I'm not. Nope. I do that shimmy, too. OK, <laughs> shimmy, wiggle. Wiggle, yeah, shimmy, 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 wiggle, wiggle, wiggle just, shimmy, shiggle. Woo-hoo. My my arms oh, move a little bit, and I just kind of step up and down with my feet. Oh yeah, yep. <laughs> <laughs> See, well, you, you tuck your elbows back, and you, you spell your first name, and you wiggle your ass trying to spell your last name. There you go. There's there you a dance. Go. That's the that's, that's how you dance. do it. Okay, occasionally snap your fingers, and that's that's <laughs> it. That's the whole thing. You're right, though. Spotify is the greatest thing ever. I remember, yeah, when it first came out, before it came out. Pandora was like the greatest thing ever, but because of licensing, they couldn't, you know, you couldn't find a single song. You just found a radio that sort of sounded like that. Mm-hmm. Then Spotify came out, different licensing, different platform. They sort of riffed off of it. It's the greatest thing ever. I love it. And there's podcasts on here like ours. We're on Spotify. Mm-hmm. You know, mm-hmm. a lot of people are probably listen off Spotify right now. It's phenomenal. I love Spotify. It's one of the greatest things that's ever happened to me. I, I mean that. Spotify yeah. is one of the greatest things that's ever happened to me. Yeah. I yeah, agree. 
even though I only listen to 5% music, I have a premium Spotify because I want to be able to listen to what I want to listen to yeah. when I want to. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Oh, I got that premium Spotify. I got Mandy on family plan. Yeah, 100%. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, Whitney's on my family plan. Yeah, like, I don't even whatever. think about it. That that's money. That's money well spent instantly. Uh, I don't even think yeah. about that. Yeah, that's a but, great um, choice, Zach. Thank you. But uh, Thomas, let's hear your great choice number four. Okay, number four for me. So this usually follows Netflix and Nap. So we'll be laying there. She'll fall asleep on my shoulder. I'll watch a couple episodes of my show. And then I'll go to the kitchen. And I'll do the dishes. I huh? love doing the dishes. Wow. I, it is relaxing for me to just sit there like, and we tend to be terrible when it comes to the dishes and let them pile up instead of cleaning them and putting them in the dishwasher when yep. they go into the kitchen. Same thing. We're terrible at that. But that also gives me the time to throw on my headphones, throw on a podcast and just clean those dishes right up. And I will sit there and I'll scrub them off, put them in the dishwasher, unload the previous load if it's still in there. And that is just, for some reason, a relaxing thing for me to do. Um, I just I love that. I don't, know, I don't know why I enjoy it, but Whitney loves that I enjoy it because she doesn't want to do dishes. I love that that's a super constructive and useful way to unwind. Yeah. Like you're, you're actually, you're genuinely not just unwinding, but improving, you know, the things that would cause you to wind up like, yeah, yeah uh, <laughs> our dishes pile up all the time and we get super stressed out about it. Mandy, especially she could super like, it'll get to the point that she just like, it, she won't do, she won't touch it because it's so much that it's like, okay, we together, we need to just attack this thing. Cause this is just dumb. We don't stay on top of it at all. Cause we, we don't have people come over. It's just the two of us. Right. I, so, yeah. yeah, I love seeing a tower of dishes because <laughs> that is just a bliss for me. Because before yeah. I even start the dishes, I organize them like into me too. silverware into a cup. And then I put all the bowls so that they're stacked up and, you know, size and and all the plates are put where they're supposed to be before I've even actually begun to wash them. Yeah, <laughs> it's just a, a whole great system that I've got. <laughs> Yeah, I do that too. What about you, Zach? Do you do that? So I left it off my list, but I was thinking about that too, is uh, ways to unwind, just like completing tasks around the house, just taking care of things. So I have to do the dishes uh, every day because I don't have a dishwasher. So I've been doing that for nine years where, you know, just you dirty a dish. The most I'll leave it in the sink is for a day, but I I usually just try to do it immediately. So that way I don't have to worry about it. So it's not necessarily relaxing to me. It's more relaxing when I don't have clutter necessarily. Yeah, yeah. I, we're, we'd say that we always have a plan every time it gets crazy and out of hand, we're just like, okay, we're not going to let this do it anymore. We're going to, there's a stack of dishes in my kitchen right now. Mm -hmm. (laughs) Uh, Tom, want to come over? If I wasn't across the country and if I didn't live like 25 minutes away from you when I was over there, sure. I'll I'll come over and do your dishes. (laughs) I'll give you a beer. Yes. Done. Okay. I like organize like you've probably heard the story where me and Colton got we were drinking over at Gordy's and yes. we ended up just like organizing his garage. Like yeah. we were like we built a whole shelving unit and then okay. organized things on the shelf for like Bro, four hours. I, I need <laughs> you guys like- to come over to my house and do this. But my garage is nonsense. So listen, look, look, we'll do this right here on the podcast. Listen, one day, okay, sometime this fall, 
Okay. Fall cleaning, mm -hmm. football style, maybe during the Seahawks bye week, whatever. I believe I'll that's just, uh, this was during a football game. Like we did this when we were over at his house for a football game. <laughs> okay. Great. One of these days, we're like, hey guys, why don't you come over and watch the Seahawks game? Uh, hey, by the way, look at my garage. Help me out. You know, <laughs> and just get, get you guys just a little silly and a little drinky or whatever silly. have you. <laughs> just a little yeah, silly. Just, Beer and pizza. That's all we require. Bro, I can afford both. That's cool. Let's do this. <laughs> That's done great. Done and done. We already, we already had a podcast. You guys had a podcast on beer before I ever joined this podcast. And mm -hmm. we just did a podcast on pizza. So let's do this, man. <laughs> there you go. You know what I like. <laughs> I already know what you like. I got it empirically. It's good. It's right there. <laughs> That's there great. What, uh, Eric, what about you? What's your next one? Well, it's, it's beautiful that it leads into imbibing alcohol. I don't know if you've <laughs> noticed that I'm chatty today. Yeah. Mm -hmm. You're I've always drinking. chatty. Yeah. Well, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> we'll, so I've been drinking a little bit today. So today's a busy day. I'm, I've got a lot going on. I've got a lot of stuff I got to get turned in. A lot of stuff I got to get done here. I got to go turn in, you know, the ballots. I got stuff I got to do. But I also wanted to talk to you guys about ways to unwind. And one, I needed to unwind in order to do that. Imbibe alcohol. I enjoy imbibing a little bit of alcohol. Okay. But what are we talking about here? There's so many different ways to do this in a way that unwinds you. You know what I mean? I'm not talking about, although yes, you can obviously have your huge raves and you know, your huge raging parties and all that other stuff. What about just a simple nightcap? You know, what about a drink with dinner or an after dinner drink, meet up with a buddy for an after dinner drink, talk about your day kind of thing. You know, or just have a little cocktail or a little uh, little coffee, you know, a little coffee drink, uh, alcohol drink after dinner. Or um, like right now, I'm drinking a Caucasian. I'm drinking a white Russian, okay, <laughs> which is just a vodka, Kahlua, and well, I just put a little milk cream in there. Um, what you know, it's it, it's a great way to unwind. It's a great a great way to just kind of chill and. Um, let loose and be a little conversational like I'm doing now. And um, I also enjoy beer. You guys know that. I, I don't think I've ever been completely sober around you guys at the same time. We literally just met up two weeks ago for a couple beers. Mm -hmm. You know, <laughs> uh, <yeah. laughs> you know? Uh, it's a great way to unwind, whether you're by yourself or, you know, it's like a, my grandpa, when he was, when he was still around, rest his soul, he's uh, talking about, um, you know, I don't drink that much. I only drink when I'm alone or with somebody. <laughs> I like that. <laughs> R.I.P. Grandpa Quentin. Love that man. <laughs> Quentin Baggerly, right there for you. I only drink when I'm alone or with somebody. Good man. <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah, it's a good way to unwind. End of the day, have yourself a little nightcap and just sort of or Netflix and whatever. Just sort of just let it go. Let it go, man. Fuck it. Oh, yeah. I, I would say uh, it is relaxing. I would say it's more relaxing because I'm around my friends because I really don't drink when I'm like at home. Like I don't really buy alcohol very mm. often at all. Um, so it's more that I'm around my friends and drinking, I think, that is is relaxing to me. That's cool. The social element of it. That that's Yes. I love beer. I just yeah. I just never drink it at home alone. It tastes different when you're with friends. It really does. That's interesting because uh, you have your your beer deal, right? You get the box yeah. of the beer. Yes, which I usually get that, and then I will bring it over to someone's house. Like uh, 
what, like one of my boxes I bought so that we could draft in fantasy football. I had yeah. to drink all of it by myself, of course, because yeah. Corona and no one showed up to the draft. So, yeah, see, I do. Don't, I don't, do. Ta- I, I take a bullet yeah. every once in a while. Yeah. See, don't 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 mention that because we're talking about ways to unwind, and we're trying to unwind while we do that. You and I are both commissioners of fantasy football leagues. If you <laughs> want to talk about the the yeah. opposite of unwinding, <laughs> oh. trying to set up the draft every year. Holy shit, dude! You know, it's like, like herding like, cats getting news three weeks before the draft that somebody's dropping out, which I know you have to deal with. <laughs> yep. It's mm-hmm. fine. It's whatever. Yeah. <laughs> we got Zach. I can always talk to Zach. Yeah. yeah. I also um, have alcohol on my list and I agree with Eric because I, and unlike Tom, I will have beer at home because it's just nice to crack one open and yeah. play a video game or do something or mm-hmm. exercise or drink coffee or listen to music. All of my ways to unwind. You can do that with a beer. So um, I I really enjoy whiskey, too. And uh, at, Co- at Costco, they have a reasonably priced whiskey there. So I have got my collection up. But it's just so nice to have a nice glass here and there and um, just kind of take the edge off a little bit, you know. But yeah. I, I definitely in moderation. I don't abuse it. I'm not an alcoholic. I don't drink every single day in the sense sure. of like getting hammered. But, you know, having multiple drinks throughout the week is is, is fun. And it's, it can uh, also be it can also there's a health benefit benefit to it as well. I mean, again, everything in moderation. Yeah. But with scotch, you mentioned whiskey. I like a good scotch like Lagavulin or uh, get my Ron Swanson on with Lagavulin or um, uh, Oban, like Oban 16 year old uh, scotch. If that's one of those things that you sip, you know, you're not chugging scotch. You sip it. You're trying to appreciate everything that went into making that liquor. You know, there's something that just sort of roots you into the earth when you're drinking a scotch. Yeah. I feel that way with a good beer sometimes, too. You know, the micro brews and um wine wine's that way as well wine's mm-hmm. super that way it's it's you know there's a whole uh, several industries based around wine and wine tasting and um if you're a wine connoisseur if you enjoy wine i mean my goodness whatever you specifically enjoy it's out there there's a if there's a we mentioned the other podcast if there's there's a beer out there for you you just haven't found it yet well there's a mm-hmm. wine out there for you too you know <laughs> so yeah, it's a really wonderful way. I, I know a lot of, you know, my mom and my grandmother would love to just have a glass of wine with dinner. And that's how she'd get a little chatty. And that's her way to just sort of, oh, I'm done cooking dinner for all you rambunctious nonsense people that, you know, <laughs> that I'm responsible for. I'm done. I'm, I'm done. I'm done. I'm having a glass of wine. Mom's done. Grandma's done. <laughs> you know, it's a good way to unwind. Yeah, I agree. Hmm. Thomas, you want to give us your final one? Okay, my last one is something I've been doing for the last eight years, and I'm still awful at it. Whoa. And that is golf. Ooh. And specifically, yeah. going to the driving range. The driving range, it's a fickle beast where some days I have a beautiful swing and I hit that ball like 20 times in a row and it's beautiful. And then... All of a sudden, I don't know what I did, but the ball's going to the left now. And then it's mm-hmm. going further to the left. And then I try to change my stance, and now it's going to the right. What did I change that was wrong? Wasn't I doing it the same way every time? 
for some reason, I love the problem solving of my golf swing and the fact that I still haven't gotten it (laughs) to consistently, like I haven't actually been on a golf course in probably three years because the the, the golf court is infuriating because there's a score (laughs) and it's building up with every stroke, but at the driving range, you're just working on yourself and you're just building up a skill. It's probably a useless skill, but it's a skill nonetheless. And I just love going to the driving range and hitting balls usually by myself and just hit the balls and enjoy it. Sit there, look at the sun and it's just a good time out at the driving range. I mm-hmm. dig it. I've gone to the driving range with you once. Mm-hmm. Once. That's it. In my entire yeah. adult life, that's the closest <laughs> thing I've ever had to golfing is I went to the driving ring with you, range with you once. It's fun. It's fun. <laughs> just it's fun. It's hitting just, balls. Just ball. Yeah. <laughs> Why not? Yeah, it's you don't a little have to bit worry a, about it, being good or anything. Yeah. Like, yeah. And it's physical too. That's part of what uh, we were talking about earlier with Zach, the, the physical release of doing something, you know, not just uh, it, your mind and your body are connected, you know, um, there's a connection there that Zach I'm sure could go at length on. Cause he's our, he's our dude when it comes to this stuff, <laughs> he knows more about it than you and I do, Tom. Um, <laughs> there's something about uh, the physical release of doing something that will ease your mind. Right, Zach. Yeah, totally. And I actually just got back into golf this last year because my buddy Matt wanted me to. And we I went to the range. I used to golf in high school and um, I just kind of gave up after college. I was just kind of bored with it. But yeah. um, going back to the range has been really fun. And that's pretty much yeah. all I do. I've only gone out to the course like about three times. But uh, yeah, going to the range is just nice because you can work on some things. You can totally mess up your swing that way sometimes. But it's just fun to go hit balls and just chill. And yeah. Mm. I dig it, man. That's really good. I know a lot of guys, they love to, you know, you talk about presidents, man. They go golfing all the time, you know, Uh, (laughs) they'll rip on each other. Like Trump ripped on Obama by how many times? Oh, Obama went to this golf course, blah, 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 blah. Trump went like three times as many. I know. (laughs) In only one term. And it's funny how they rip on each other about it, but it's, it's a really common way to kind of unwind and reset your mind. It's, it's, it's actually not something you should rip on them for. Mm-hmm. They 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 need it in that job. Mm. What I what I just heard there was Tom for president. Yeah, mm. yeah, you're all set, man. You're qualified. You're ready all to go. Right. Yes. No. no. Yeah. I'm gonna get I rid of it. all the street lights. <laughs> there you go. Cool. Eric, finish <laughs> us off with your list. All right. Um, I've mentioned. I literally just mentioned politics two seconds ago. Um, I'm a bit of a news junkie. I. Here in the Northwest, I subscribe to Everett Herald because it's the newspaper for of record of our area. I subscribe to Seattle Times because that's not just, you know, it's also the greater Puget Sound in Washington and Northwest. It's the paper of record. I subscribe to New York Times, Wall Street Journal, Washington Post. I read USA Today. I read, uh, you know, a lot of international papers as well. I watch ABC News. I, I'm a bit of a news junkie. I keep up. I try to anyway, I try to keep up and I'm also a, uh, a history buff. I like to read a lot about what came before me and try to take what I'm learning, you know, observing in today's world and comparing it with what came before and finding patterns and interesting little side notes and conversational pieces and things to watch out for when it comes to elections like today's 
today's a primary election. We're just talking about that before uh, we hit record. You know, elections matter and history and modern, you know, news, they matter. I read a lot of nonfiction. I read, I've read every book about the Trump presidency and politics and things like that. But sometimes it'll wind you up, you know, because you care. You care about what's going on and you should care about what's going on. You should get wound up about that. However you come down, you should get a little wound up. You know what else you should do? You should also read a little fiction. You should also maybe play some video games into some fiction. You should maybe watch some movie. You should escape into fiction. And that's what I'm going to use my fifth option. Fiction escapism. Um, it's a super general term because I mean it for reading fiction. I mean it for playing video games and fictional worlds. I mean it for reading movies or watching movies in, in, in TV shows and fictional settings that have nothing to do with reality. And I mean nothing to do with reality. Okay. Fantasy, sci-fi, something completely separate from our reality because mm-hmm. it's, a, it's, it's important. Because it's a reflection of our reality because the people who wrote it exist in our reality. Uh, It's sometimes important to suspend your belief and enter into a world that's completely beyond your your day-to-day conception. Because it resets you. Because it makes you examine... the, the, The higher end things you care about. The Terry Pratchett talked about in one of his books... A conversation with this person was having a conversation with death. They're talking about the importance of f- fictional stories or lies, as th- she put it. It's like, why is it important? And he said, we'll take the entire universe, smash it down into the finest powder, and show me one atom of justice. Show me a molecule of, mer- of mercy. You won't. Because we made it up. It doesn't exist on the elemental chart. It's it's a wazi. It's a woozy. It has never landed. It's not real. We made it up. Mm-hmm. Okay. These deep philosophical points. These are, these are explored in fiction all the time. You see it. In, it's the appeal that you find in Star Trek. Because it's a couple hundred years in the future. And it's dealing with different species. Alien species. Whatever. And they have a whole different value system than our you know future selves and but it's recognizable to us now and that's part of the appeal of it star star trek did better than star wars but you know game of thrones we've talked about that a little bit on this podcast same thing it's sort of a medieval fantasy setting but there's a connection to it that we can recognize here in our modern world it's important that you just engage in it this escapism helps you even in a fictional setting helps you understand the world you're in now and what it, what matters to them matters to us. It's important to, to escape a little bit. So engage in some fiction, engage in some sci-fi, engage in some fantasy, find a Netflix show. That's not based in reality. That's okay. Um, and don't let anybody tell you you're wasting your time with it. It's your time. Go ahead and do that. You should. It's important. Uh, I feel like I should be giving you a standing ovation after that. <laughs> oh, thank you. Because that was that was beautiful. <laughs> but you just described pretty much eighty percent of my life is just just escaping into <laughs> video games and watching movie. I've watched countless movies and played countless video games and put hours upon hours of my life into 
going into another world. And hmm. yeah, so that, that actually hits me. Hits I think me what in they the talk about. <laughs> yeah. Well, I'm glad. I think what the people, their concern was like, you're not paying attention to who your local council members are and you're not paying attention to the day to day, you know, the policies and the laws and things are getting bad. You, you need to pay attention to what's going on in the world around you. You should, you really ought to, mm-hmm. to, to participate in some form of fashion, even if that means picking up a newspaper, you yeah. know? And so, you know, who you're voting for on your ballot, even if that means just engaging in the primary ballots in addition to the general election in November, but it's important to occasionally put it down, stop getting worked up, try to take a higher view of things and just escape a little bit. You, you kind of need to do that sometimes because you'll get those people who stormed the Capitol. They didn't do that. Those people got spun the fuck up in some nonsense and they had no way of letting loose. They had no way of, they went down the rabbit hole hard and people died couple of them died. It cost them their mm-hmm. lives. And some of these people are going to prison for years. They threw a huge chunk of their lives away. And that one woman threw her life away over nonsense because she got all spun up and had no way to unwind herself. This is not advice. This is a prescription. You will topple. <laughs> you will implode. You've got to find a way to unwind. You've got to try to level set yourself a little bit and take things in stride or you will, you'll tip the hell over. You'll split your differential and tip the fuck right over. Very well said. Right on. Thanks. Um, I'm not going to harp too much on it because you kind of just touch on basically everything that I was thinking too with mine, but uh, movies, I'm a big movie fan. I love to, to break them down, to escape, to do all that kind of stuff. And I really get involved with film. It's a big central part of my life. And I don't know where I'd be if I, I wasn't a huge film fan. So movies is my final one. Well, I love it because you have your podcast on movies and you break them all down and, you know, you get into it. Uh, older movies. It's fun to talk about that. You know, they're not the ones you talk about very often. A lot of the generational stuff we miss, you know, a lot. Of, how many of our generation have never seen Casablanca? Raise your hands. Tons of people right. haven't seen Casablanca. You've seen Casablanca. Great movie, mm-hmm. right? Mm-hmm. Yeah, I mean, I can, I can appreciate it. I don't love it, but I can appreciate it for sure. I love it. Yeah. So. Rick is a smarmy, awesome guy. Anyway. <laughs> um, cool. Well, yeah, let me, uh, let me, let me recap our list. So Tom. Tom has swimming, Netflix and nap, I'll just say, listening to podcasts, doing the dishes and going to the driving range for golf. Eric has sex, Netflix and nap, taking hikes, uh, alcohol and fiction escapism. Zach has coffee, exercise, hiking, cycling specifically, music, alcohol and movies. I have a very basic list. That's a, that's a bummer. But yeah, man, I appreciate those- it. Those are really good uh, answers and really good ways to to unwind. I, I appreciate all of them. Um, and I think we all kind of piggyback off of each other ultimately, because I think that we all probably touch on these things. So, yeah, there's a lot of generalities here, but that's important. It's mm-hmm. uh, important to find a, a center. Yeah. And I think what it comes down to is y- you are not wrong in any way that you think uh, you want to relax or unwind. Don't ever let anybody tell you otherwise, because it's your life and and it's what you want to do to figure it out and to relax and to have fun. So Got it. Um, don't let anybody tell you otherwise. But uh, with that being said, 
we are going to take it home. So thank you for tuning into the Top 5 Podcast. Be sure to follow us on Twitter at Podcast Top 5, at ZachDale60, and at TomTop5. Oh, also, we got, how can I forget, E underscore Shane, where you can give us ideas, tell us if we're crazy, or even suggest a topic for a future episode. Uh, if you enjoyed today's episode, please rate and review us on Apple Podcasts, Amazon Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Stitcher, or Spotify. Thank you, and remember, it is okay to be wrong, even though you think you are right. The all-time king of taking it easy is the dude. And you're talking about feeling down to the dumps, lost a little money, strikes and gutters, ups and downs. Fuck it, man. Can't be worrying about that shit. Life goes on. The dude abides. Right on. <laughs> right on. See ya. See ya.